When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sperling for Wednesday, July 8th, 2020. Our guest this afternoon, we got two of them. First, the great Doug McDermott, forward for the Indiana Pacers, going to leave for Orlando tomorrow. We'll talk about Orlando in a minute. Let's talk about the racial component of this deal. Doug, what conversations have you had with teammates about this issue. You got a couple that are really, really outspoken about it in, in Justin Holiday and in Malcolm Brogdon. What have you guys talked about? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this basketball feels like it's second, you know, going down to Orlando. You know, I know a lot of these guys, Malcolm and Justin, um, I encourage everyone to listen to Malcolm Brogdon's conversation with J.J. Redick um, on his podcast. It was really good and it helped educate me a lot on the on the topic and um, obviously, Justin wrote the piece on the Players' Tribune, which was very powerful as well. And um, <clears throat> honestly, just enough is enough. You know, it's it's embarrassing. It's sad what's gone on in our country in the recent years and um, in the recent times and, um, frankly, the last hundreds of years. So um, it's sad, um, but I think it's most important to educate ourselves. And I think going down to Orlando um, will give us that platform um, to promote real change. Do you feel like this is your fight as well as as your black teammates? Is this something that you can all rally around, or do you feel a little bit disenfranchised because you're a white guy? Yeah, you know, for me, um, you know, it's it's all about then having these uncomfortable conversations. You know, I think for white people, they're kind of scared to speak out on this because they're uncomfortable to talk about it, and that's why it's been so good having – you know, guys like Malcolm and Justin and, you know, Jeremy Lamb, Victor, Miles. I mean, these are my brothers, you know, so these are some of my best friends for life. And, um, you know, I grew up in Iowa where not a huge black population. And I was raised to treat everyone equal and treat people the way you want to be treated. And unfortunately, that hasn't been going on um, for a lot of people for a long time. And it's, it's sad. And I hope that guys like myself, TJ McConnell, you know, J.J. Reddick, Kyle Korver, you know, guys like that in the NBA can really, um, you know, put our mark on this and really help promote real change with, with some of these guys. And, um, you know, we'll do whatever it takes um, just, just for a little change in this country. All right, let's hear from some of the other members of the Indianapolis sports media community and their questions of Doug McDermott. Um, I'm just curious what you think is going to be the biggest challenge of, um, of this whole resuming. Is it everybody trying to get back and get everyone playing together again? Is it not knowing basically how things are going to work at all in the 
bubble? Just what sticks out in your head is what's going to be the biggest challenge of, of doing a good job, I guess, down in Orlando. Yeah, I think uh, just just the fact that, you know, we've had three-plus months off of not really being able to do five-on-five stuff. So just to have, you know, a couple weeks, three weeks to ramp it up, I think it'll be a challenge. But I know a lot of us have stayed in really good shape um, over the course of this. You know, I think guys got the equipment at their houses. We we had access to, you know, Peloton bikes. And since we've been back here, we've really ramped up our cardio. So I think that'll be the toughest part. I think it's going to be uncomfortable circumstances, you know, kind of being locked down, you know, for a while away from our families. I think a lot of us are, you know, we've come to terms with that. And I think we're just, we got to mentally prepare ourselves because, um, you know, I think it'll be a, a huge opportunity for us. You know, we we know we have a great team here. Um, and I think some teams could potentially wear down mentally because of the circumstances. And I think we're a team that can really, you know, rise above it and uh, make some noise. You, you said earlier that you think this team can rise above the circumstances in Orlando. Why is that? I just think we got some really mentally tough guys here and uh, guys that are hungry. Um, I think a lot of us are kind of, you know, have the underdog chip on the shoulder mentality. You know, a lot of us, you know, have bounced around the league a little bit, myself included. And, you know, I think we're just, we have that mindset where we can come together down there and, you know, a lot of teams probably don't want to be there. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are hopping on the plane, kind of second guessing if we should go. Um, but I think we have a lot of good guys in our locker room that are motivated to, you know, to win. And I think Coach Nate has been preaching that to us this whole time, um, keeping us ready, and we're hungry. You know, looking at going down to Orlando, uh, you know, when looking at a potential playoff series and, and the seeding games leading up, uh, how do you feel not having home court advantage or having any real ability to have home court advantage could, uh, could, could impact play? Um, yeah, I mean, it's different. Obviously, the no fans, um, it, it, it's going to be different down there. And I think, um, like I kind of said earlier, it's the same for everyone. So um, no one really have, has a huge advantage. Um, no one's going to have their own bed to sleep in. No one's going to have their home crowd behind them. So I think everyone's in a level playing field. So that makes you feel a little more comfortable. And, uh, you know, I just feel like the, the team that's going to win and go far is the team that's mentally tough enough. And, you know, if you think about, oh, well, we don't have home court, we don't have our fans. I, I'm not in my own bed. You know, you're probably not going to win. So we just got to go in there with that mindset of we can control, what we can control and, uh, see what happens. We know that Victor and, and Jeremy won't uh, play, and they've been the, the two guards throughout much of the year. But you guys have had a lot of different combinations on the floor this year because of all the injuries. Talk about your comfort level. You and Justin will be asked to, to play some different roles, I would assume, down in Orlando. Yeah, um, I think both of us are prepared for that, and I think Aaron as well. Um, I think um, all of us are ready because, you know, before Victor went down, you know, we were playing some pretty good ball. Um, and, uh, you know, we're veteran guys, and um, obviously um, we stand with Victor, and it, we're, we're seeing Jeremy progress every day and how much better he's looking. And, um, you know, these guys have to look out for what's best for their careers, and, uh, you know, we stand behind them. And uh, I think guys like myself, like you said, and Justin and Aaron, um, we're going to be ready when our number's called. Um, we're going to be aggressive out there, and we're going to try to fill that void. Obviously, it's not easy, you know, filling the – void of a all-star like Victor, um, but we're going to try our best and, you know, we're going to try to hold down the fort and play some good basketball. Doug, I'm just curious. I know you guys are not having full scale practices right now, but just 
what have you seen from the other guys that you've been in the gym with as far as how they've stayed in shape and people's attitudes, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's been great, honestly. We had so many Zoom calls um, in the quarantine, um, just checking in on each other. And, you know, our strength coaches did a really good job of sending us workouts and, and running we can do on the track or uh, if we had access to a gym. And I think guys took it very seriously. Um, I'm not just saying that. I've seen guys come back in really good shape. Um, obviously, we're not allowed to really do much on the floor with each other. Um, but from a distance, um, you know, I'm seeing guys that are, are really sharp and uh, we're ready to go. And we know we don't have a whole lot of time to get ready in Orlando. So we got to take advantage of, you know, these last few days um, leading into it. And um, I think we've done a really good job the last few weeks. We've had a lot, all of our guys back and um, everyone seems very, uh, very committed to this. And, you know, we're excited. All right, let's talk to Nate McMillan, head coach of the Pacers. Coach, the bubble's going to be different. How do you coach guys into it, and how do you coach guys through it? It's going to be a challenge. Uh, you know, a lot of this uh, we will learn uh, once we get uh, down to Orlando. Uh, no, none of us know what to expect, uh, you know, going down there. I think we're going to be adapting uh, and adjusting to a lot of things once we uh, get to Orlando, you know, the fact that uh, we will not be playing in front of fans is the first time that I'm sure all of us, you know, all of our guys uh, will be experiencing uh, where you're playing a game, you know, competition, uh, and there are no fans. You know, uh, even you can go all the way back to uh, <laughs> rec basketball. You know, when you were playing Little League, you had parents and you had some people uh, in the stands, and uh, it's just something that, uh, you know, is, 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 I think is going to feel weird. Uh, it's going to feel like a practice, and, uh, you know, but the games are going to be much more important uh, than, than a practice or, or, or a scrimmage, you know. So uh, it's going to be different. Uh, th this is going to be a huge uh, mental challenge uh, for all of us, uh, you know, going into uh, this – so-called bubble and uh you know having to uh be away uh you you're not going to have uh you know a lot of the things that you you normally have during the course of a season uh you know guys are not going to have uh you know the time uh that they normally would have uh you know during the course of a season to to work on their game uh, it's going to be a lot of adapting that is going to go on and uh, it's going to be a mental challenge, uh, you know, for really everyone uh, going into this uh, competition. Nate, what's your focus for the last eight games of the regular season? Yeah, well, we, we still feel that we can move up in, 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 in the standings and uh, you know, so we will be approaching those games to certainly get ourselves uh, you know, ready for the playoffs, but uh, we also have an opportunity, uh, you know, to, to, to move out of that fifth position or even drop out of that fifth position. So our, our focus will be uh, to approach those games, certainly to, uh, you know, get our guys back into a rhythm and, and uh, you know, build them, you know, get them ready for the, uh, the playoffs. But our approach is going to be to try and win games, you know. Uh, that's what we play for. Uh, certainly that first game against Philadelphia is a, is, is a uh, important game uh, with uh, both uh, teams, uh, 
uh, tied as uh, far as record-wise. And uh, it's going to be an important game. So, you know, we want to have ourselves ready, uh, you know, for that first game. Nate, what can you share about Malcolm Brogdon, his health, and how is this experience going to be different for your guys? Well, it's, it's just our guys. Uh, first, uh, Malcolm uh, is doing well. Uh, you know, the quarantine has uh, really ended for him, and now it's about testing. And uh, we're, we're uh, currently uh, right now waiting on results uh, from his testing. And, you know, hopefully uh, that uh, those tests will come back uh, negative and he can jump on a plane with us uh, tomorrow. Uh, you know, the concern is just conditioning. Malcolm, you know, uh, for example, has not been able to do anything as uh, far as cardio in the last two weeks. And, uh, you know, the first time that uh, he's going to, you know, really pick up a basketball uh, will be when he gets down there. And, we're, you know, we're, we're hoping uh, that he will uh, be able to travel with us uh, tomorrow. And, uh, you know, in a couple of days, once we quarantine for 24 to 36 hours uh, and we take the, bat, the floor, uh, that he will be uh, there to join us. But, you know, the concern is conditioning. You know, it'll be the first time that our guys uh, in the last four months have played five-on-five basketball. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, excited to get those guys on the floor uh, and uh, get them together and, 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 and start working uh, on plan again. You know, they've been here since the 22nd of, uh, of June, but uh, all of that has been individual workouts. And Is Vic going to be able to practice in Orlando? Well, he's going to get to the 5-on-5 five five, uh, uh, basketball, which I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to all of our guys uh, plan. You know, his decision to make that call last week was, you know, his call. Um, you know, it, it, I guess he just didn't feel uh, he would be ready to go, but uh, he has always planned to go down to Orlando and uh, play five on five, and he still plans to uh, go down and, and work out and, uh, you know, be involved with all the practices. There are no restrictions as uh, far as uh, his return. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing all of our guys, uh, you know, go down there and, and, and play again for the first time in, you know, four or five months. As a coach, how hard is it to gauge where your guys are without going five on five in practice? You know, everybody has to deal with it. You know, uh, we, we, we all have to deal with it you know all 22 teams you know so uh, we're playing all by the uh, same rules here um, you know the last two weeks have been individual workouts and as I mentioned I'm looking forward to uh, for the first time being able to uh, you know organize a practice and uh, see our guys play five on five but it's something that we all have to uh, adjust to and uh, you know no one has an advantage or has been allowed to uh, participate in five on five and uh, you know we'll start uh, as soon as we are allowed uh, once we get to Orlando. That's sports and other but sports tomorrow morning breakfast with Kent eight o'clock straight up on Facebook live Periscope Twitter immediately thereafter.